Well, week nine is upon us. We've got a lot of great things to happen, starting with some Thursday night lights action. Syracuse and Virginia Tech. What you going to give us? Remains to be seen. However, semicolon, comma. It's some other key matchups here in the conference that may shape and shift how we end up seeing who ends up in the ACC championship game. We'll talk about all of that with Kenton Gibbs, your favorite, on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod from anywhere. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on College for $20 off your first purchase. Kenton is here today to talk us through some really exciting week nine matchups. Who has to pony up? Who can maybe take a slide? And who just needs to have a come to Jesus after this one? Kenton, yeah. how you feeling? Yeah, there absolutely are going to be some moments like that this week because the fans, I feel like they've they've misplaced a lot of faith this week. Now, they are the, the current leaders in the he says, she said, fans says. So I get the fans that credit. They know some ball. We got some knowers of ball in this here show. Is knowers of ball or did they get lucky? I mean, I'll say this. At the end of the day, this is a pretty big sample size. So they've been pretty <laughs> lucky. They've been, I will say this, though. I will say this. Okay. They did. There are some games where – you know, again, I'm never betting on a Canadian quarterback again. That ain't happening no more. After Ville, you did me how he did me. Did me dirty with that little slide. But, you know, they have gotten lucky on some, but others, they just were right. I think that they're sort of kind of giving the Syracuse vibe, right? You start out strong, real high on you, and then slowly but surely they're going to take a deep dive. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. Remains to be seen. Could be fraudulent just like North Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So let's talk about all of that here on today's show. Speaking of Syracuse Thursday night lights, it is Virginia Tech Lane Stadium, 730. All the bells, all the whistles. And my, oh, my, if you don't know how it feels like to play in Blacksburg, you're missing out because that is one hell of an atmosphere. Syracuse better come with it off a of bye week. And I don't know if they do that. The fans think they do. 53% are rolling with Syracuse. Are they? 53% rolling with Syracuse. That's a close one, though. 53. I, I'm shocked. I, for one, am shocked because I consider our fans noise of well, but maybe they know something we don't. Maybe they know something we don't, and I'll live with that. I'll live with that. I'm rocking with Vitek. Y'all already know how I'm coming behind drones and company and at home and at home and Lane State. Let me tell you something. I played in Lane Stadium at night mm-hmm. before. Okay. I've heard the enter the Sandman and the keys. I I promise you, whatever you think it's like, it's it's more intense than that. Whoever yeah. told you like it's not a bit, they lied. They lied. <laughs> they told you a, they sold you a tall tale. They told you a fib, as as they say in black households, because kids can't say adults lies. They they told a fib, told a story. Yeah, told a tale. Yeah, yeah. Told a tale, if you will, because I I'm mean, going to tell you, Virginia Tech rolls tonight. 
Listen, Syracuse has a 61% chance, according to ESPN matchup predictors. And if we go to our friends at FanDuel, I'm sure it's about the same. And what I'm not really understanding is why people have still have so much doubt in Virginia Tech. Because they have shown that they can turn this tide. They have their starting quarterback. Their defense is solid. And Syracuse's offense doesn't give me any hope or indication that they're really going to stand toe-to-toe with this defense, even though it's not, you know, the best we've seen out of Virginia Tech. You know, my question is, is there something on this injury report that makes this thing make sense? Because I'm I'm trying trying to make sense of this, trying to put two and two together, and it just... There's just something ain't shaking out right here. Something ain't shaking out right to me that both ESPN and um, and the the fans are both picking uh, Syracuse here. I'm I'm very confused because again, you have two teams that are trending in the exact opposite directions. You know what I mean? And like, with all due respect, with and I I mean this with all the respect possible. Okay, the only players that I'm seeing on Virginia Tech's injury report are Grant Wells and Cole Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. What? And if you look at just the head-to-head matchups, Kyron Jones is not that far off from Garrett Schrader and has played and started less games, right? You got Tootin yeah. versus Allen, and I think that Tootin also is really trying to start to find his niche. And, he, of course, he doesn't have as many touchdowns as Allen, but I feel more confident in just the dynamic and right now the energy of Virginia Tech. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech as well. Yeah, again, I, I don't know what the fans are thinking, but more power to them. Uh, hopefully they just gave us a doozy here. Hopefully ESPN <laughs> is giving away a doozy over there. Maybe so. Let's talk about the Saturday game. So we don't have anything happening on Friday. So you get plenty of time to catch up. Go buy your Halloween costume. Maybe going to be a scary sight for your programs. But Florida State opens up with Wake Forest. And I just want to say first and foremost, Florida State pulled a short straw this season with these nooners. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to be a number four team in the country, like I know the NFL does the whole uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they fleece, like they shift flex. the game, flex, they flex the game. That's the yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We could have got a little flex for a seven and no team out of our conference. I'm just saying, you know, honestly, even if they were doing the flex, you know, I know it was a popular dance when we were kids, but I would not want the ACC to hit them with the flex here. Absolutely not. When we were kids is crazy because I, oh, I'm sorry. When you were in high school, you were in college when hit them with the flex came out. Do you want to die? Wait, yeah, no, stop, stop playing. You were really in college with hit them with the foot. You were not in college. Kenton, don't disrespect me on this show. Um, okay, so um Florida State. This is not a game so that I want to see flexed. This is not a game that I want to see flexed. So because um obviously <laughs> Wake Forest doesn't have the horses in the stable, they're not really prepared. They're not really uh, in the mode or the zone to be competitive in this game to make this a game worth watching. Yeah, so go ahead. I, I obviously have Florida State rolling. So do the fans. What say you, Miss Cooper? <laughs> what say you, Miss Cooper? That's crazy. You're really, you're really pulling it right now. I think that FSU does pick up a W. I can't see them getting stuck in the mud with Wake Forest just because mm-hmm. offensively you've got Santucci who had a great, you know, come in game, but now you have film on him. You have an opportunity to learn and study what it is, you know, good good moments and what are his tough moments. And when you have a defense like Florida States, it's going to be hard to get past him as well as, I mean, the offensive weapons are just rolling. So we'll see how that kind of trickles out 
for the Seminoles. So Florida State through and through, but be cautious because we've seen some double-digit uh, favoritism go to crap. Oh, multiple times. Multiple <laughs> times in this year conference. Just so we're clear, let's talk about the next noon game here, UConn and Boston College. Of course, in theory, you would want to give a 4-3 and three Boston College to nod and feel like, yes, absolutely the dub. But what do they need to do, Kenton, to just really stay focused and not look past a UConn team that's 1-6, but maybe not, you know, playing as – that maybe not playing as bad as their record reflects. Yeah. So first thing first, let's I'm y'all know me. Y'all know what I do here on this show. I'm always just going to tell you what it is, what it ain't, what it could be and what it can't. And in terms of this UConn team, this is not a good team in any way, shape, form or fashion. This is not a team that should be looked at as like, Oh, they're very serious. This is a team that can beat anybody, but, what I will say about this team is ever since the Duke loss, which is a similar thing to what happened last year, after they got blown, blown out by NC State, they got better and better and better every game after that, right? Before the Duke game, they, I want to say, had maybe one game all season that was a one-possession loss. Yeah, before the Duke game, they had one game that was one possession. Other than that, they lost by 10 to NC State. They lost by 21 to Georgia State. They lost by uh, 7 to FIU. And then after being blown out by Duke, they lost to Utah State by one, they beat Rice, and they lost to uh, South Florida by three points. So this is a team that's getting better. I don't know what it is about UConn. I don't know what it is about that water in Bridgeport that makes them say, hey, we need to kind of play football in the second half. Kind of back halfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, this is a team to watch out for. With that being said, I don't think that Halfland and his crew are overlooking anybody. I think that they know where they are. I think they know where they've been. And again, Castellanos is a star. He's no longer a star in the making. He's just a bona fide star. He's putting that team on his back and saying, hey, follow me. I'll get us to the promised land, which he's, you know, currently doing. Let's try and stay above 500 if we can here. So I 100% agree. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. App, create an account and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Kenton and I talking through ACC football week nine, previewing the games here. We've talked about our early morning slate, our Thursday night get down, but the Clemson and NC State one that a lot of people circle on the calendar in the past couple of years because it's been a big Atlantic division matchup. You do away with the divisions, but not so much the rivalries. It's homecoming for NC State. It's a hell of a homecoming game to have. Clemson has a current 10-point favorite, but – Tell me why, not the whole show why, NC State's going to upset the Tigers. I don't think NC State's going to upset the Tigers. Who said NC State? No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> but seriously, uh, I think that NC State has a chance here because objectively that Clemson team is showing more and more cracks than I've ever seen. And you can try to slap flex seal on the leaky dam all you want. It's not going to be enough. You need to flex. Um, what's the What's the thing where the man used to like have the water coming out the commercial and he stabbed a piece of tape and it stopped? You that's know what I'm flexing. About? That that's is flexing. Flex okay. Yeah. 
you can't put that on a broken dam. You can put that on like a, you know, oh, like this is we're gonna hold up our our vase or something like that, or like this picture. You can do that with with that. You cannot do that with a dam. You need structural changes. Mm-hmm. Bravo! I'm looking at you, brother. You need some structural changes. Um, and with that being said, I could very easily see this NC State team uh, upsetting Clemson. It could happen. It could. I don't think it will, but it could happen. So also, you're picking Clemson? I'm picking Clemson by exactly one point because the last time Clemson beat – or the last time Clemson came into the NC State game with a losing conference record was 2010-2011. I'm sure that you were, like, on your Masters or something by then. But I was uh, an undergrad, jackass. Oh, I'm sorry. You were an undergrad. But uh, that team that team won by exactly one point, 14-13, very ugly defensive game. I think the same thing is going to happen here. He said the upset. It's homecoming. Mm. MJ Moore is my step up big. He might have his one, two, three, or five old ladies in the stands. This could be the one for him. <laughs> we are almost at free MJ Morris territory. For our audio listeners, that's we are the sign. almost at free MJ Morris territory. I'm just letting y'all know. That Kenton just... just held up to let everyone know. Listen, the last time NC State took the field, they had more drops than Duke had completions. We almost at free MJ territory. Almost. I'm just saying. I think we, we need to lay hands on Concepcion, but I think the fact that both teams right now are going, whoever loses is going to be in the four and four territory. And for Clemson to lose to so many conference teams in a year that we've done away with divisions, very telling. NC State is kind of like you lose and it's like, yeah, all right, cool. You know, we're not, we didn't expect much, but. Four losses, we're not going to cry over spilled milk. There's still a lot of time to recover. But for Clemson, ugly. Yeah. Yeah, and like, after, and you can't really bait. I I hope, should they lose, he doesn't blame Cade. But crazier things have happened. Now, I will also say this. It's Halloween time. Things get rowdy. And they're also playing on the CW Network. Last time one of our really good teams played on the CW Network. It didn't go great. So I don't know what it is about CW, but I want the ACC to get off. If your school has to play on the CW. We're enjoying the CW. Yeah, I bet. Come on with the CW. What did the fans say towards this game? In a very shocking pick here, the fans have overwhelmingly gone Clemson. All right. What a time. With the upset. Yeah. The fans picked Boston College just so we can have it on record. Yes. The fans 85% picked Boston College, which I agree with. I don't think the UConn has a shot in that game. What's the percentage of the NC State game? Uh, the percentage is 69% Clemson, 31% NC State. All right. Well, I'm feeling the upset, so don't let me down, Wolfpack. But okay. I've seen this story before on the CW. Okay. I mean, hey, I, I, we could easily say, just like there was an upset on the CW, North Carolina teams haven't really shown up on the CW, and I have that. that, and I, that you, you see why I'm saying what I'm Isn't, saying. I hear you. I hear you. You I see why you. I'm saying what I'm saying. I don't I'm, believe K can be great against Peyton Wilson in that defense. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the positive. I'll tell you what. If if Peyton Wilson wasn't on that defense, boy, I'll tell you. Yeah. you I hope he just plays through the whole game. All right, let's talk about Pitt and Notre Dame. That's Pitt, a nasty word. That's Pitt a nasty word. And Notre Dame. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't have to stay here long. We know what it is. Pitt yeah. has been known to upset Louisville. And let's just say that Louisville beat Notre Dame. So by transitive property, it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. I believe you. Because that same transitive property, I'm pretty sure some teams who would beat Wake Forest 
have also, uh, you know, have, have also lost to Notre Dame, and yet Pitt lost to, to Wake Forest. So what are we doing here? With that okay. being said, with that being said, mm -hmm. give me the golden donors, not the yellow helmets in this one. Uh, Notre Dame rolls, and I don't think it's particularly. Rolls. Double-digit favorites. Yeah, I think that they cover. Pitt has seen Sam Hartman before. Mm. He doesn't have great receivers. Mm. Like he did at Wake Forest, and Narduzzi knows his game. Ah, too bad Narduzzi <laughs> doesn't know his quarterback's game. Too bad his quarterback doesn't he know always, the game. Before. You slide bad one time. You slide bad one time. It costs your team the game, brother. It costs your team the game. Just like how we treat Mario, because he didn't take a knee two times, two little times in his career. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with Notre Dame as well. What did the fans say? The fans, and this was the biggest uh, margin of the week, also went with Notre Dame, 89%. And the way I hate Notre Dame, I'm not going to be sad if I'm wrong here. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm not I would be I would be mortified. Either. I would be mortified. Why? I don't because I don't hate Notre Dame. I really don't it's, feel one way or the other about them. I can't I really, stand them because, like, are you in or out? Are you in or out? You know, I'm gonna tell you this. Mm -mm. I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, mm -mm. Uh, Notre Dame is the the person saying I know my worth and I don't need to be in a relationship with you for real in order to thrive and do what I need to do. And and so, hey, if they gonna thrive and they are gonna get everything that they want without a relationship, I ain't gonna be. But the rude part about that is, you know what your worth is, but you still come and dip your toe every now and again to remind me about how I'm a peasantry, and I don't appreciate it. Well, uh, do the people who are allow uh, the peasantry halfway in? Did, I was just about to say, are the people who are not halfway having? It's, it's a two way street. Somebody could easily say, "Ah, uh, you got to get going. I don't want your basketball team. I don't want your field hockey team. I don't want your uh, wrestling team. I don't want get them all." Get them all. Take them to the big team. We don't Take like them. lukewarm. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's, it's biblical. We don't like Dip lukewarm around here. Okay? okay. Let's talk about Duke and Louisville before we pay some bills. Duke mm -hmm. and Louisville, arguably the best game of the week because both ranked teams, both needing some pick-me-ups here. Louisville coming off a of bye week. Duke coming off of that FSU loss. And I think, you know, the question of whether Riley Leonard plays or not still remains to be seen. Definitely going to be a game time decision. You know, all the things, all the things, all the things. I wouldn't play him, but, you know, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. Henry Bellin, the fourth, struggles. You know, definitely needs some first team reps and reps and reps. Yeah. And a prayer and a miracle. Mm-hmm. Louisville off a of bye. This is the first time we're seeing it in the Brom era of what does that look like, right? Mm -hmm. are, do you still are you still riding the tide on a high, or are you still low? And you're coming out a little sluggish. Yeah, I err on the side of Duke, figuring it out in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm picking the Blue Devils. Okay, all right. I need to win my money, and this is this game is a must win in yeah. order for me to get there. Yeah, so the 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 uh, Blue Devil defense absolutely nasty, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about them ad nauseum. They get the job done. They show up big time, right? You're great at sandwich feedback. I love this for you. Go ahead. This <laughs> is this is going to be a situation where Henry Beelan the fourth will have every opportunity because this ain't a week where I think he'll be splitting the first team reps. I think he's going to be the guy mm -hmm. all week, and they you know they know he's going to be the quarterback. I think Jalen Calhoun is a fine receiver. Jordan Waters, fine running back. And I've talked about Duke. Anybody who knows, I've talked about that offensive line. I say physical three times every time for a reason because those boys are physical, physical, physical. It's going to mm -hmm. be a knockdown drag out whenever you see it. Joe R. Jordan, 
is coming off an injury as well, a little tweaked hamstring. Jack yeah. Plummer is Jack Plummer. You cannot trust that young man. <laughs> but damn it, beware the hair. I've got Aston Gelati in this defense shutting down Henry Beelan. Give me Louisville at home. I didn't need you to scream that at me, but go L's ahead. Up. L's up. Give me Louisville at home. <laughs> Give me Louisville at home. Wow. What did, the fan, what did the fans say? The fans, 64% went with Duke. 64% Come on. Let's go, fans. We ain't never agreed, me and the fans. I love this. And that's a sign that it's my week to take over. That's the sign right there. This is my week to separate from the pack, if you will. (laughs) Okay, buddy. I mean, I hope you do. Listen, for the sake of us, I hope you do go ahead and get this bad boy up where it needs to be. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are easily the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against those numbers. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily sports fantasy app. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your accounts with this football season. With Prize Picks reboot policy, you can definitely feel like you're not getting scammed. Prize Picks is the only daily, only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to slash locked on college and use locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Kenton, it's week nine. Virginia, Miami, a game we didn't think would be important, but for Miami, after getting a Virginia team that knows they're worth a little bit now, if you want to still be in the the AC championship conversation, this is a need to win. Don't don't sleep on. I mean, if we're talking about knows our worth, I think the group that has learned their worth the most out of every every aspect of this game is that Miami defense. I think they figured out that they're not just good; they can be elite. They can be special. They can okay. truly dominate. And with that being said, I love me some money musket. I love me some Tony, 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 but Miami does not lose this game. Yeah. They do not lose this game. <sighs> Tony, why you picked last week to be great mm-hmm. and this week to flounder? Mm-hmm. God will only know. You know, that's unfortunate. But Cam Kitchens and the boys are just going to give it to him. So, yeah, I agree. I- and, and I, again, I think Malik Washington, one of the best receivers in the conference. I think uh, Virginia's speed package on third downs, that defensive line speed package they got, uh, elite. Hell, uh, elite throw out Malachi Fields in there offensively. Yeah, Great yeah. guy. Yeah. He knows how to play when they feel like it. Oh, you know? big body receiver. Very big body receiver, Malachi. He knows how to go up and get that thing now. But with Terrible that being said, time to find their worth. I just <laughs> hope that, you know, at home, Miami can just, you know, do what they got to do. Yeah, the fans but, overwhelmingly but, pick Miami as well, so. There you go. But, you know, the, the homer in me mm-hmm. wants Miami to get upset mm-hmm. because it helps my team's case for staying in the ACC football championship conversation. Mm, muy interesante. So I wouldn't be upset, however, for my uh, need to beat the fans and you. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Miami. Okay. All right, last one, best uh, one. Speaking of my team. I'm not going to mince the words here. North Carolina's going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Every time North Carolina goes to Atlanta, 
you never know what kind of North Carolina team you're going to get. Hopefully it's one that knows that this is not a game. One loss is cute, but two losses is crazy. When you know you should be beating teams that are beneath you. They open up minus 11 and a half, but Georgia Tech is a team that sometimes finds their worth. Sometimes they're like, yeah, I'll skip it. And what team are we going to get in Atlanta? I think we're going to get a team that's going to be like, hey, we beat these guys before and we were worse. So how about let's just do it again? I don't think that UNC covers, but I think they win this game outright. By the time that they leave, they're going to have a party in Atlanta and they'll be singing like Daniel Caesar. Take me back to Georgia, back to Atlanta. Funny how present turns past because this team, uh, with all due respect, I don't think that uh, Coach Key has the horses in the stable right now, and I think that my I think that the Miami loss pissed this team off. I think they're going to come in there mad, angry, ready to take it out on somebody. And Georgia Tech, the Miami loss. I'm sorry, Virginia loss. Virginia Mm -hmm. loss uh, was. But did it piss them off? Because if you're blaming the fans, are you not taking accountability as a coach, Mac? Are you not saying to yourself, "This is a must-win, coachable game for me"? Because if everyone's going to say we're just the same old North Carolina team, don't prove them right by losing to a team that you absolutely are supposed to be. All right. So listen, I'm going to say this, and this is like, I hate to say it uh, because I know people are going to say, oh, he just says that because he hates UNC. When has Mac ever said, this one's on me, guys. This is on me. I blew it. I screwed the pooch here. When has that ever happened? Not once since he's returned, actually. He didn't do it at Texas either. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. let's just be honest with ourselves. Like, this is who he is. I think that that team, the institution is one of guys who thought, hey, we can run the table. We can make a playoff run here. And I think not only is that now a further reach where they need a lot of help, but they still realize we're in the driver's seat in terms of getting to the ACC championship. We are in the driver's seat for where we need to be, but we need to play pissed off from now on. We need to not just beat teams, but dominate to get there. Because, I mean, if you let this team hang around with you, if you let this Georgia Tech team hang around, we've seen it earlier this year. Crazy things are happening when you let the Yellow Jackets stick around. So, A thousand percent. So I go UNC, you go UNC. What do the fans go? The fans also picked the boys in baby blue uh, with the um, they picked. Give me just a second here. Sixty five percent UNC. All right. Well, Lord, help the church help Mm -hmm. UNC to keep elevating our conference play. That's all I'm going to say. If anything, Duke would be the church, right? Because they got the whole chapel thing going on over there. Goodbye. All right. All right. All right. So those are the week nine game selections. We come back on Monday, we recap it. We see where we stand in our prizes. You know, if we all, the whole point of this is of course be competitive because that's two former athletes running a show, things we like to do. But we also love fan engagement. So crazy things can happen. Maybe we'll have a fan up here who wants to talk through the season as we prepare for basketball. We got to get into though, when it comes for ACC basketball time, talk about the preseason rankings, the preseason teams, all ACC teams, all of that fun stuff. But we want to dedicate a more full episode to. So we will give you that next week amidst talking about some of your fan feedback. I, you know, heard rumors, Kenton, that uh, that was the most fair and balanced show for comments read that he's that they've ever seen. So maybe that maybe you're onto something. Maybe you're gonna do it next week. Who knows? I'm Maybe. just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, 
Let's get the people what they want. Yeah, you know I mean, let's get the people. Only credit. one. I mean, apparently we ruined our credibility multiple times here uh, <laughs> by dropping teams too low and whatnot. And that's all right with us. That's all right with us. As long as you tune in to watch our incredible sales, we'll be okay. All right. That's what Listen, matters here. Five star review vibes only. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Please stay safe out there this Halloween weekend. And we look forward to talking to you next week about week nine. And <laughs> there it is, moving on towards week 10. I need, I, need, I need some sleep. That's all that was. Until next time.